Well, we looked out the other day, and there's Steve Van Amberg, the CEO of KDC Realty Development, turning a spade, uh, building a new building in Las Colinas. He's going to have to start wearing gloves. He turns a lot of those spades. <laughs> Steve Van Amberg joins her. You're going to get calluses if you keep doing that. <clears throat> well, um, I'm just glad to be on the phone with you. That's all that <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you all are still building because KDC has built everything of substance in this area for the last 20 years. I think West Legacy and uh, the City Line and working down to the Epic and Deep Ellum. So breaking ground on the Wells Fargo headquarters out there, this is interesting because you're a native, and you remember when Republic Bank and Mercantile Bank and First National Bank Built all the buildings around town. And now you built what? J.P. Morgan Chase, right. Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs' uh, building down in, down in uh, around American Airlines Center. We're turning into a financial center again. Isn't it uh, interesting um, that when there's a company that uh, really is looking at their cost structure and um, maybe you look at the cost of construction and just say New York City in that area, uh, and then you look at, say, California, uh, you know, because of unions, because of cost of materials, high cost of living, cost of labor, um, they uh, look around and they say, if, uh, you know, if we're going to have a, a population of, say, uh, three to 5,000 employees that are doing uh, all kinds of technical, administrative, IT-type work, uh, what's the best place to, to, to put that building? Um, and when you look at what you just mentioned, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Goldman Sachs, um, Citigroup, uh, Wells Fargo, uh, even Bank of America, you know, they have a tremendous presence up in Plano. But um, Well, and State Farm is, is a financial, I guess, too. You built that. Right. And uh, But uh, what what I would say is, uh, we're just so fortunate to live uh, in this community, uh, mainly because people are welcome here and um, people like that sort of Texas uh, hospitality. And it's easy to uh, penetrate the community when you come here. And, uh, you know, the Wells Fargo facility, they already have uh, three or four thousand employees in the DFW Metroplex. So phase one of this project is really just a consolidation. And they also wanted to make certain uh, that uh, the project was sustainable. So when you look at the buildings, uh, you'll notice on the tops of both buildings, uh, which total 850,000 square feet, uh, that there's photovoltaic cells or what everybody would call a solar panel, and they're very attractive. They're structurally really efficient, and that uh, on the top of both buildings and the entire parking structure, uh, we will have uh, those photovoltaics, and that will enable that project, which was a uh, focus of Wells Fargo, to... Uh, uh, be positive net zero, meaning that wow. it will create more electricity than it actually uh, pulls from the grid. So they actually will be a net positive adder of electricity to the grid. 
And I think that's an incredible thing. I think it's really neat that they're, uh, that they're doing that. Uh, there's an expense associated with it, but the payback periods, uh, you know, better than what you would think. So, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago that wasn't achievable. You know, you just, you almost couldn't get enough space to really offset completely. That's, yeah, that's also you know, breakthroughs yeah. in technology. Let me ask yeah. you, though, what I'm intrigued with is you're still building office buildings because everybody I've been talking to for the last several months anyway is saying, well, you know, they're not people aren't coming back to the offices like they used to. And in fact, here we're buying this office building and we're doing a partial conversion. We're going to put uh, you know apartments in there, and put a hotel. And that seems to be what's going on, especially in the downtown area. Yeah. And um I think if you uh, it's it's uh, it's important to really uh, uh, have your brain create a little bit of a timeline as to what different companies are doing. But uh, because we're close to J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo and Bank of America, uh, it's uh, it's interesting to listen to their leadership and uh, Jamie Dimon and uh, Charlie Scharf and all the people at Bank of America, uh, they have now uh, really determined that it's really important for anybody that's sort of in a managerial or a managing director position that they need to be in the office and they need to be mentoring young people. They need to be uh, training young people because the young people that are sitting at home, uh, you know, and working remotely feel like they're out of network, so to speak. And uh, they really feel like if they're going to be noticed uh, and their hard work and diligence is going to be noticed where uh, they get, you know, perhaps a, uh, a salary increase and a raise and a promotion, that how do you climb the career ladder if you're at home and nobody really knows, you know, what a great person you are? So uh, we're seeing a lot of companies starting to actually come back. Uh, most of the insurance companies that we've developed for are all now 50 to 70% occupied. So when you look at uh, companies such as State Farm and Liberty Mutual, uh, it's really encouraging to see a lot of employees buzzing around those offices, having lunch, uh, you know, and, and having relationships with coworkers, which I think is really important. So, you know, I know that it'll be a transition. I know that at some point, uh, you know, people will continue this hybrid work strategy. Uh, but I really believe, you know, at the end, maybe in the next 24 months, you're going to sit up and you're going to see that 80% of all the employees of the different companies are now back at the office and maybe 20% are working remotely or hybridly. I would think if I were them, I would think strongly about wanting to make certain that I'm in the office a lot because if there is another down cycle from an economic standpoint, it just seems like the people that are sort of not present may not win. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it pays to be visible. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, so we, we've seen a lot of activity around here and a lot of continued activity all over North Texas. And, and obviously what you're doing in Las Colinas, we've, all this development up the parkway and all over Fort Worth and Alliance and south of there. But you operate all over the country. Are, is this, are we blessed here? Or are we seeing this sort of activity in, in your other areas? Uh, well, uh, 
we had a meeting the other day and uh, roughly 70% of our projects are in the North Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, Austin is kind of a tech hub. Uh, it's difficult to enter that market. Uh, you need to have land. But then again, uh, you've seen uh, how the tech companies are pulling back and they're not hiring and they're letting people go. Right. Uh, so we like financial services and we like the center of the country. We like DFW airport. We like everything that's going on here. Um, we're getting some traction, uh, with companies looking, um, uh, coming out of this pandemic, uh, up in Frisco in the fields development. Right. Um, that is an incredible development. You know, the first group is the PGA and the Omni and all that related development. Um, but there's a lot of residential activity, and if you drive there from, say, Legacy West in Plano, it's like a five-minute drive, and all of a sudden then you're in North Frisco, and uh, uh, the ownership group of all the land it fields, we're their commercial developer, kind of marketing development partner, and people are very interested just because the center of the universe seems to be moving a little bit further north every uh, every year. Yeah, and that's an enormous development out there. I mean, Fields, Fields is larger than, than Legacy, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's larger than Legacy, uh, maybe about the same size as everything in Legacy. Uh, you know, it's a couple thousand acres, and that's probably what Legacy and Legacy West is. Uh, but, you know, the people that are developing it, uh, you know, Femi Carahan was our partner on Legacy West. Uh, and then Hunt Realty, they're involved. And the president of Hunt is an incredible guy named Colin Fitzgibbons. And he used to be with us and we know how great he is. So, uh, it, you know, we're just seeing a lot of activity up there. And, you know, it's about time to uh, see the next wave of groups come in. Uh, I wish that interest rates would settle down. Uh, I wish that inflation would sort of, you know, you know get to, get to a normal level. Uh, those things will happen. It's just going to take time. Is there another Toyota out there that's looking for a looking for a home that might end in in, in North Texas? Um, you know, um, we have really strong relations uh, with three or four brokerage firms: uh, Cushman Wakefield, JLL, CBRE, uh, and they all have huge presences uh, in California, uh, New York, Chicago. And we talk to them regularly. Uh, we have dinner and lunches with them just to make certain that we're on top of things. And the, uh, the, the gist of all that is they have a lot of clients that are looking at where uh, to sort of uh, build and hire for the next decade. And if they're currently in just, say, Connecticut or New York or San Francisco or the Bay Area, uh, and they want to consider something else, Central Time Zone, DFW Airport, North Texas uh, is on everybody's uh, sort of radar. So we supply, without knowing who the company is, uh, a lot of uh, what I would call development budgets, what a building costs, what parking costs, what land costs, uh, and give them an idea. But at the end of the day, uh, I think what's important is – in our area, if you just assume for a second 
that an employee, if there's a thousand employees in a building and that you take a median salary and just say for a second, it's $120,000 and that's all in. And that's a cross section of employee types, administrative and so forth. And you say you have a thousand of those. Um, you can do the math when you take uh, the same person uh, in the New York area or San Francisco area because of the cost of living. Instead of 120, it's probably more like 175 to 200. So when you take that delta, that's a 50 to 75 million dollars per year difference. The real estate is probably 10 percent of that. So really, when you look at what's driving their decisions, it's uh, right to work, uh, it's central time zone, it's consolidation, it's uh, using new furniture systems to put more employees per square foot. Uh, it's where are people migrating to around the country? Uh, Dallas-Fort Worth is, you know, incredibly uh, uh, popular all through uh, the Rust Belt and the Midwest. So, you know, we're just fortunate. When you use the word blessed, the answer is yes, we're very blessed. I think we're going to pass Chicago area before the end of the decade. I think you're right. I hope so. Steve Van Adberg is the CEO of KDC Realty Development. Keep the, keep the dirt flying out there. Okay. Okay. Love your program, too. Thanks, David. Thanks a lot. For more okay. of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.